Hi guys. Hey guys. Oh God, I hate when people say that even though I say it every fucking day. But anyway, hello, happy almost New Year's if you're listening to this live or like after I release it. Um, if you can hear banging and like the escalators or the excavator, whatever the fucking truck is that like, you know, does all the moving and stuff. I'm not sure what my neighbor is doing, but I think she's like tearing down her townhome and then rebuilding it with all the noise that's going on. So if I, you know, end up dead beneath the rubble because my house collapses, then goodbye. It's been nice knowing you. Um, But remind me, we're going to talk about vision boards in a second, Um, but I need to put on my vision board, like my five-year vision board, that I want a podcast studio in my house. That's like, it kind of looks like a psych room, you know, when they're, the walls are like all, they look like beds because the sound, you know, my editor was like, hey, you need to record your podcast, like literally sitting in your bed under a bunch of, like under your covers, because then the sound doesn't like bounce off all your dogs and the fucking walls and stuff, um, because you can hear every single noise. And I'm like, okay, sure. I like drenched in sweat when I'm doing that. So I'm not going to do that. So I'm just sitting in my bed, but my dogs are, you know, chewing bones, squeaking their toys. I live next to an airport. So there's a ton of, you know, it's just great. But anyway, happy new years. Um, I was looking earlier and I think this is wild, but this podcast has had 25, over 25,000 downloads. Um, which, is very uh, silly to me. It's kind of unbelievable. Um, Great thing to celebrate. I'm very, very happy about that. Obviously, extremely thankful, but in a little bit of disbelief. Like I look, it's called Captivate. Anyway, uh, it's a platform that like counts all your shit. And I was like, wait, what? My editor texted me and was like, hey, just wanted to say congratulations. Like this is absolutely wild. Um, But yeah, little... uh, a little bit of celebrating to do, but just wanted to say thank you guys. Um, I read all the reviews. I'm still waiting for a bad one. Not that I'm saying, hey, please go give me a bad review, but I've said this before with such a, like a, your Instagram, right, is you can read the DMs and if someone's gonna be mean to you, you can just delete them, whatever. But this is, oh, here's the plane. Hope you're having a nice flight, pal. Um, uh, a, uh, a podcast is very public, right? Like someone could say like this girl sucks balls, which it's not far from the truth, but, uh, could say on a public thing. So I'm just ready to read that one day and giggle. I'm sure someone from my high school will love to write that. Speaking of high school, I went back to my, um, hometown for the holidays was a phenomenal trip. Very fucking cold. Um, my, I'm like PMSing and have like, you know, when you go to the North, if you do your throat gets super dry, your skin gets all out of whack. My skin literally feels like sandpaper. And because I'm on this new birth control, TMI, my skin is pimply as shit and I've never had pimples before. So it's just been a great, great week. Um, But anyway, I went home and I put this on my Instagram stories, but my dad and I were just driving around like doing, you know, our yearly annual Christmas shopping on New Year or on Christmas Eve like we always do last minute people I love it but we drove past the movie theater where I gave my first hand job and I was like oh my gosh the memories and it was during Finding Nemo I was wearing my sister's black thong that was a size too big for me but I pulled it up over my jeans so that it it like stood out like a um, whale tail and I feel like that was like a a sign 
to this gentleman like, hey, I'm ready to give my first HJ. So I did. It was um, less than exciting. And now he's in prison. So that was um, one of the best memories of my childhood. Uh, Just kidding. Anyway, um, we are going to get into a little bit. I, I don't know how long this is going to be. I always say, oh, I'll keep it short and sweet and to the point, And I never fucking do. Um, I talk in circles. If you're new here, hi. One day I land the plane, but it takes me a while. Um, but yeah, wanted to talk about if you guys have never listened to Ed Milet's, uh episode about separation season. He talked about it. I think it was last year, like late November, early December. If you want to find that episode, it's incredible. It's like 30 minutes long. So to the point, um, I've, I listened to it all year long, multiple times, and I think about it all the time. So we're going to talk about that in a second. But I just wanted to update everyone that no, I have not found my Apple Watch. If you don't follow me on Instagram, at GB Clark, um, <laughs> I don't know how you found this podcast. But anyway, um, my Apple Watch, I am one, either being punked, or two, I'm about to get murdered. Here's why, okay? I lost my Apple Watch, just to give you a quick recap, six months ago. Like, I have not worn that motherfucker in a long time, okay? Um, and so I I went to the find my iPhone, and it, it said, like, it was at the park. And then... It said that I just flew out of Boston Logan Airport. The last update was that my Apple Watch was in Boston with me. One, that is not possible. I have all new luggage. Well, I had kind of new luggage, but I tore it apart. I looked at the liner underneath. I have a brand new carry-on and a new purse, like a less than six month old purse that I've been carrying. So there is no way that my Apple Watch is with me And the sketchy thing too is that um, we did like some digging. My friend Brandy did some digging. I just benefited from her research um, that it won't update unless it's been charged. So that motherfucker's dead, right? Like it's been six months. Like there's no way that that thing is on. So one, I either have a stalker who's just following me around wearing my Apple Watch, which would explain how, like I said in episode four, remember how that yoga studio, they said that I bought two identical memberships and they've been charging me for both for six months and won't give me any of my fucking money back. It's probably my stalker who's wearing my Apple watch, which is also connected to my Apple pay. That makes total sense. So I should really apologize to them. However, I won't, but, um, yeah, I cannot find it. I tore my entire house apart. I always charged it in my bathroom on the right-hand side. Even the charger is in the drawer that's right below the outlet because I'm so organized. That's where I always kept it. Where the fuck's the watch, man? Like, I have zero clue. So I'll keep you guys updated um, if I ever find it. But it it was a big, big, you know, crime scene story on my Instagram. So this is now a crime scene podcast. Anyway, I thought this would be interesting to share because I share this with like my friends and my family and my boyfriend sometimes. And they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But I get all these random thoughts that pop into my head sometimes. And I'm like, wait, I have to tell someone this. So I figured I should just tell you guys. Um, but I was walking this morning with my boys and I had these three thoughts. They're very interesting. First thought, isn't it wild to think that a human being builds buildings? Like 
uh, there is someone physically in my new house, like nailing the, the, the floors to the concrete. And like someone is physically painting my walls. Like I was walking by a building that was being built and there was this old cute little man and he was out in his work truck, like cutting with scissors. I don't know what the fuck it was, but it goes on the building. Like someone is physically building the building. And uh, the weird thing about podcasting is there's no audience. So no one's like shaking their head or being like, wait, 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 what the fuck are you talking about? I'm literally just staring at my headboard and like starting to hope envision that people are like, yeah, yeah, totally. That makes sense. Like doesn't, isn't that wild? Like street signs, like someone typed in peach tree road. Like, yeah, maybe it was a computer that like made it, but someone typed it in. Like someone physically builds things. Isn't that like wild to think about? Anyway, second thought and uh, knock on wood, hope this doesn't jinx anyone, but I have never heard of a bride or a groom getting sick on their wedding day, like, which is amazing. And I hope that never happens. But like, you know, I've never heard someone be like, oh, the bride had to cancel the wedding because she's sick. Like, do people just take extra precautions before the wedding? Obviously in today's day and age, like everything's fucking joke, but um, you know what I mean? Like, I've never heard that. And then my third thought was, um, what was it? Oh, okay. Maybe this is because I don't live in New York or like Hollywood or some shit, but I don't know anyone who has ever been in a commercial, nor do I know anyone who knows anyone who knows anyone. You know, like the six degrees of separation shit, how like you're actually connected to every single person in the world through six degrees of people. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just, just Google it. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, wouldn't it be wild to like be sitting around and be like, oh yeah, there's my cousin Cheryl on the Tampax commercial. Like, no, never heard of that. Or what if it was like, oh, that's my brother Steve, like shipping X lax, like, oh, like that's embarrassing. Like, do you actually think he has like explosive diarrhea or is he just like, unfortunately the face of X lax? Like, what if that <laughs> was you, the face of X lax? Like, or what if your dad or like grandpa was the face of Viagra? Like how uncomfortable anyway. Um, I also think sometimes about like, <laughs> you know how they have like commercials on the TV and it's like, oh yeah, this may cause death, spinal, spinal deformation and, <laughs> and daily diarrhea. Why do I say diarrhea so much? Jesus. Um, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and the people are just like sitting on the beach, like sipping a fucking cocktail. Like that is so unfortunate. And I didn't want to go here, but I'm going to go here. When they give you the COVID vaccine, do they have to say that bunch, that stuff that it could cause X, Y, and Z? Do they? Should they? I don't know. What about every time I take my fucking birth control pills? There should be a little pop-up little bunny rabbit who's like, hello, like this may cause pimples, mood swings, and I don't fucking know. Shit. Like it sucks. Anyway. Those are my um, random thoughts and I thought I should share them with you. Okay, sorry, I just had to pause this recording because I heard this huge loud bang on my neighbor's wall, which is my wall because we share a fucking wall. And I looked at my Nest camera, which uh, goes in my front driveway and I can see my neighbor's driveway. And there is a sketchy ass white van, it says wet willies, wild will, let me look, hold on. 
wild willies on the side of it in green and blue, weird kind of sketchy writing. And then these two guys, and I'm looking back at like how long they've been there. And every single time they come out to the van, they look into my front door and they look directly at the camera. So if I get murdered, it's because someone came into my neighbor's house, blew out the wall, stole me, and took me to wild wet willies, whatever that is. I don't know if she's like installing a stripper pole or what kind of company this is, but I'm a little sketched out. But anyway, we're just going to get um, to this because I really, I have so many like thoughts in my head and I am, I wrote it down so that I'm not all over the place too much. But um, like I said in the beginning, Separation Season by Ed Milet is a phenomenal podcast. I highly recommend that you listen to it. I'm going to kind of recap what my thoughts are and just my thoughts on this time of year. Because just like he says, this is the time when people either, they were like at 100%, they go down to zero, and then they wonder why it takes them so long to ramp up in January. Um, my thoughts on this really are like, think about whatever you have done in the past. How do you normally spend this time? Do you usually eat like shit, drink every day? Not that, not that bad of a thing. Um, talk about that in a minute. Uh, do you like skip every single workout? Do you not do any sort of work? Do you just binge watch shitty TV? Like it is very, very important to rest. Yes, you do not have to earn rest. You should just rest. It's part of your life. However, if you want to improve your life, if you want to grow, which I feel like everyone should want to do, if you want to be just an inch better than you normally are, then you have to do things an inch better right now. Like this is the time and he talks about separation season as like separating yourself from your competition. I always think of this as separating from your former self. He says that too, but like, what can you do? Don't think about other people. I don't really believe in like, I love a scoreboard. I, I love that, but you should truly just be thinking about what you can control, who you can control. And the only thing in that uh, box is you. You can only control yourself. You can only change yourself. You cannot change anyone else. You cannot change their circumstances. You cannot change them anyway. Um, but what can you do in this season, AKA the last couple weeks of the year, even the first couple days of the year, what can you do to be better than you were last year, last week, last month, whatever it is. Again, if you're not growing, if you're not changing, if you're not improving, then you're literally just living your life. Like, what's the point? I say that all the time. What is the point? If you are not trying to get better, what is the point? If you're not trying to be a better person, whatever, like, what is the point of what you're doing? I do want to say this too. If you work for a job that doesn't appreciate you, that doesn't find you valuable, that doesn't show appreciation, just said that, like take a fucking break. Do not do an inch of work. However, take this as an opportunity. I want everyone to see this time as a true opportunity what can you do to better yourself? Can you start a side business? Can you start thinking about what kind of business you would want to start? Can you get better with your eating? Can you get better with your workouts? Can you be a better sister? Can you be a better daughter, mother, whatever it is? What can you do for yourself, for your family maybe, that separates your current self 
from who you were in the past. Okay, there's a common quote, right, that says to get uh, what you've always wanted, you have to do things that you've never done. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't binge watch some TV shows, you shouldn't drink alcohol, you shouldn't have all your sweet treats, like 1000% that is okay. But instead of doing that for 100% of the time this week and next week, do it 80% of the time or 70% of the time. Like you have to make small little changes every single day to improve, right? And I think Tony Robbins says this, but the opposite of depression is progress. So in order to you know, feel fulfilled and feel good about yourself. In my opinion, I'm just speaking from my own experience, right? I have to always be progressing and I'm not, there's a lot of, you know, stigma and like, uh, what's it called? Toxic positivity. That's always like, go, go, go. You have to go. You have to go. I do not believe in that. I believe in rest that you need to do that. Yes. Rest is honestly very hard for me, but I think that people, and I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but I think that people use like that as a crutch a little bit. They're like, oh, like I worked hard all year. I have to rest. I have to rest. Yes, I 100% agree with that. But if you want to keep progressing in life and you want to keep growing, then you have to move the needle. A little bit. You have to do things a little bit better than you did before. Rest, eat your sweet treats, take time off from the gym, do whatever you need to do. But when you're getting back into it, you need to get back into it a little bit better than you did before. Okay. And that's with everything in life. Like if you think about what makes you happy, when do you feel best about yourself, right? For my example, when I feel best about myself, it's when I'm being trustworthy to me. Okay. If I say that I'm going to go to the gym, then I am going to go to the gym. And that makes me feel better about myself. It doesn't necessarily have to do with like the vain aspect of looking better and feeling strong, whatever like that. It's that I told myself that I was going to do something and I fucking did it. Okay. And I did it to the best of my ability. I feel the happiest when I do uh, I hate to say good deeds because I feel like that's such an odd word. But when I'm a better person, right, I'm looking for opportunities to be a better person. If I, you know, haven't called a friend and complimented them or asked how their life was or complimented strangers or donated to a charity or donated, you know, a bunch of old sheets and towels to an animal shelter, like I make this time of year the time when I can do even more of those things, if that makes sense. Like a lot of people are out of work. You know, if you, I remember when I was in sales, right? Like you could use the excuse, oh, my, my clients aren't responding right now. Um, I can't get anyone on the phone. No one's taking meetings, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Then what can you control? You can't control your clients. What can you control that can make your life better, that can prep you for a better 2022, that can make you a happier person? Because when you're a happier person, the world just is a lot better for you in my opinion. But what can you control and what can you do right now to move the needle in your life, okay? So if I was still in sales in a corporate America job, I would I, I would hope if I looked back, you know, three years, I'd be like, shit, what can I start 
thinking about for a side hustle? How can I get another stream of income? Oh, I've always thought about that creating this sort of product or creating this sort of whatever. I want to think about that. I've got all the time in the world. I'm home from the holidays. I don't have to work in my corporate job and I have all these days off. Instead of 100% of the time binge watching TV and eating all this shitty food, maybe I'm gonna still eat the shitty food, drink all the alcohol, but instead of the TV, I'm gonna start thinking about a business. I'm going to reach out to some people who have businesses and see if, if they have any podcasts on advice, if they have any books, what book can I pick up? What book can I pick up that I haven't picked up in five years? What um, class can I take? If you guys have never heard of the app Skillshare, it's an app, and I heard this on the Skinny Confidential, but you can pay like 99 cents per class or whatever to learn a new skill. And it's like everything under the sun. I'm pretty sure there's like hundreds of thousands of different classes, like from how to manage a checkbook to like how to build a car, right? So take advantage, like what is the point if you just sit here for the next couple days, whatever it is, and you're just like, eh, like I'm just gonna do this that doesn't move the needle in my life and I'm gonna do this, you know what I mean? So like, let's let's take advantage. Let's see it as an opportunity. Okay, I don't know what Willy Wonka, Wet Willies, whatever the fuck they're doing over there, but I'm about to chuck my microphone through the window and cuss them out. But I want to talk about this because I do get asked about it all the time. I love to talk about it. Goals, vision boards, the importance of it, how I do it. Um, It has 100% changed my life. I've been doing it for probably the last like eight years. It's evolved as I've grown up. It's evolved as I've changed careers. So this is just my opinion. This is what works for me. But I talk about it with my team all the time. And it's just so important to one, like I talked about before um, on my last episode, just about goals, right? Like they have to be measurable. They have to be trackable. Otherwise, I think the, in my opinion, they're just kind of like dreams, Um, they have to be written down, yes, but they need to be measurable. You have to be able to track them. Otherwise, how will you know if you're progressing? How will you know if you're getting close, right? So first thing, I think it's really important that you need to understand how you are motivated. Like, how do you feel successful? So speaking for myself, I like um, small or short-term progress trackers, if that makes sense. I like to celebrate. If you've noticed, like with my new skin team, we celebrate each other all the time. Otherwise, like, what's the point? Life is not exciting if you're not celebrating, right? They also do win like 99% of the time. So it's very easy. But anyway, I need something that I can track in short periods of time. So I start from 2022, right? The whole entire year. What is something that is trackable that I want to achieve this year? And then I break it down per quarter, per month, per week, per day for some things. It's different for every single goal, but that's how I like to track things, right? So I have an entire sheet of paper on my fridge that says 2022 goals. Those are very big goals and that's great, but you have to break them down. So then I have another sheet, right? And I know that how I am motivated is by like updating something 
that I can almost like not check a box, but I can make tally marks. Here's an example, right? So if I have a savings account goal, uh, say I want to save $50,000, okay? The goal on my 2022 sheet is to save $50,000, huge savings account goal, right? I then have a piece of paper that I start over every single month, okay? So it's gonna say February, 2022 at the top. It's gonna say what my savings account is currently at. So let's say it's at $5,000, okay? So then I need 45,000 more dollars to hit my goal. So this is just an example, but every single week I could write on every Friday what my savings account is at. Oh, so now it's at 6,000. Now it's at 6,300. Now it's at 6,700, whatever it is. That is how I am motivated. And that keeps me accountable to myself. And I also think it's really exciting. I love to watch a number like that go up and up and up. Okay, so that's an example. Um, another one of my goals could be like, if I was in sales or whatever, uh, like number of new customers that I've acquired, right? That could be a tally mark. So say my 2022 goal is to get 50 new customers that are acquired. Okay, so I'm in February, the top of the sheet, it says I'm at nine new customers. So I need, oh God, four, whatever, 50, <laughs> 41 new customers, killing it. And then I would track that, could track that by the month, could track it by the quarter, whatever it is that you wanna do, but track it and put it on your fucking fridge. Put it on your mirror in your bathroom, put it in your car, on your dashboard, whatever it is, make it trackable, look at it all the time, celebrate the shit out of it. Like if your goal is to save $50,000 in 2022, celebrate it when you hit a thousand, celebrate it when you hit 2000, whatever it is, celebrate it. Okay. But you have to understand how you are motivated. Um, another one too, could be like, you want to do 50 acts of kindness in 2022. That would be totally, totally rad, totally awesome. If you had a piece of paper and it said, number one, gave $20 to a homeless person. Number two, uh, donated $20 to a charity. Number three, helped in your elderly neighbor bring in her groceries, whatever it is, that would be so cool to look at for all of the year, right? And this is another thing too. Everybody gets all jazzed up, jizzed up on the new year. And that is awesome. Don't let anyone, I hate when people are like, oh, like new year, new me, that's so lame. Like it's not, that's like literally making fun of a fat person at the gym. Like do not make fun of people who are trying to improve their life. Do not make fun of people who they say, hey, in 2022, like I'm fucking going to the gym all the time. I'm going to get my weight down. I'm going to be a better wife, a husband, whatever it is. Why the fuck would you make fun of someone? It makes me so mad who wants to improve their life. And yeah, like what is, what is the statistic? Okay, statistic. Like 80% of New Year's resolutions don't follow through or people don't follow through with them. Okay, that sucks. But instead of making fun of it or, or being a dick, like why don't you hype that person up? Why don't you find ways to 
help hold that person accountable, right? Like, I think it's just mind blowing when people make fun of other people who try to improve their life. And the people who do that are the ones who are too afraid to make the changes and they're too fucking lazy to do it themselves. So if you are wanting to set goals for the new year and say, Hey, this is my year. This is what I'm going to do. Like write it down, make a plan. If you don't know how to get somewhere, the trip is pointless. Let me talk about that in a second, but write it down, find someone who's like a genuine fucking human being who can help hold you accountable. Right. I just had this idea, but in my Facebook group, there's like a little bit less than 4,000 women in there. We're going to get in there and we're going to all hold each other accountable and we're going to celebrate each other. And we're going to come up with some, goals, whatever, that's going to be great. But find people in your life who are positive and who are going to help hold you accountable. Okay. Because don't, it's great to do it on your own and everything, but find those people in your life. And if you have people in your life who make fun of you or who are negative like that, or you follow social media accounts who are just like, Oh, new year, new me. Like this is so stupid. Like unfollow them. Okay. There's enough negativity in the world. If you're trying to improve yourself, don't let these motherfuckers get in your way. I want to make sure that I touch on this too. If you have done this sort of work before in the past, like let's say that you did this end of 2020 coming into 21. Let's make sure you take some time to like evaluate what you did in the past year. And it's not in a way to be negative. It's almost to find reasons to celebrate. Like, hey, I found, or I created um, a goal in 2021 to save, let's say that it was $50,000. Well, that's a shit ton of money. (laughs) If you saved $40,000, that's fucking amazing. If you saved $20,000, that's fucking amazing. If you saved, you know, a thousand dollars more than you saved the year before, that's fucking amazing, right? Like it's just progress, baby. But you need to look back and evaluate what worked, what didn't, what did you do really well? What could you improve on? It needs to be almost like a compliment sandwich to yourself. I always say like in leadership, when you're trying to talk to someone, right? If you don't know, I used to be a sales manager, not that I was the best, but I just learned a lot from it. Right. Um, But when you're trying to like give someone constructive criticism, you want to give them a compliment sandwich, right? You want to say, hey, you did this so, so well. I think this could have been really improved on and here's why. But also you also did this really well. It's a compliment sandwich, right? Like give them some constructive criticism in between some compliments. You need to do the same for yourself, right? So look at find opportunities to celebrate yourself. You did this really well. This could have been improved on. Like maybe, maybe you spent a little bit too much money on Uber Eats, Gretchen. Um, and you could have, you know, cut back on areas, but you did really well this last year of not spending money on X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? So make sure that you don't let all of the planning and hard work and goal setting and and tracking and everything go to waste. Make sure, um, you know, that you take the time and you celebrate the shit out of what you did do, even if it was just a couple inches of movement. You know what I mean? Because the world is fucked and there is so much shit and negativity and people are douche lords, douche canoes, dick cheeses, whatever you want to call them. Let's make sure uh, we're very, very, very nice to ourselves and uh, pat ourselves on the motherfucking back. Take a shot of tequila. You know what I mean? 
Can anyone hear my stomach rumbling? Because I'm fucking starving. Anyway, um, last point here, like I just said, what do you want very specifically, okay? If you want to be promoted at work, do you know how to get there? Do you know what the steps are to be promoted? Because otherwise, it's a pointless trip. If you don't know where you're going, it's a pointless trip. You're just kind of shooting darts in the dark. No, what is it? Shooting shots in the dark? Whatever. You have to know how to get there, right? So if you want to save $50,000, how are you going to get there? Oh, okay. Well, if I make X amount of dollars a year, if I save $200, um, I'm not clearly good at math, but if I save X amount a week, then I will hit this goal. If it's just some goal that you're just shooting in the dark, you, you might not hit it if you don't know how to get there. If you want to get promoted, you need to go ask whoever is going to be the one who's going to promote you, hey, what do I need to do to get this promotion? Tell me X, Y, and Z. And if they can't give you an answer, look at them and say, give me an answer. That's my stomach rumbling if you can't hear that. But you know what I mean? Like you do need to know how you're going to do things. And if you don't know, ask, figure it out, okay? Um, vision boards. Okay. I think that these are so fucking powerful. I used to literally take, excuse me, Henry, a, like one of those, you know, huge pieces of paper that you get at Target that you used to do like fucking school projects on. And I used to literally print out pictures of like, miss me jeans. I had this obsession with miss me jeans. If you don't know what those are, in my opinion, if you love them, I'm sorry, they're disgusting, okay? There are these jeans that have like bedazzled crosses on the back pocket so you can't even fucking sit down. Like they're so ugly. But anyway, I really wanted a pair and they're like $150. Boom, slapped it on there. Boom, slapped a Jeep on there. And then as I started to progress in my career, boom, slapped a Range Rover, slapped a new house, slapped a, uh, you know, whatever the number was that I wanted in my savings account, whatever number of uh, like what I wanted to make that year, um, what I wanted to buy as gifts for my dad, for example. Um, I wrote like debt free one year things that are visual that you can look at every single day and say, this is my vision board. This is what I want. You want a big fucking house with a backyard and a white picket fence? Boom, put it on your vision board. You want to lose 10 pounds, whatever it is? Boom, put it on your vision board. You want to fit into this? Boom. You know what I mean? Like things that you want, put it on a vision board. Doesn't <laughs> and, and now, no, I do not take a big poster board and print out pictures from the internet and slap them on, but I have a very clear vision board. I used to put it on the background of my computer. It's been on the background of my phone before. Now I just have it in a note section in my phone and it's taped to my refrigerator like everything else. If you've ever been in my house, I have 500 pieces of paper taped or uh, clipped to my refrigerator. I don't know why. It's just my thing. And it's worked for me, right? But you need to know, okay, if you're going to put a pair of Miss Me jeans on your vision board, how much are they? $150. Cool. When are you going to feel comfortable enough to buy those jeans? Is it when you pay off this amount of debt? Is it when you make this much money? Is it when you make this much commissions in your sales job? Like, what is it? Everything needs to be very intentional and very trackable. And you need to be looking at it all day long. Okay. 
So you gotta know what works for you. How are you motivated? And you have to know what you want. What do you want this year? What do you want in 2022? What do you want your life to look like? What do you want your bank account to look like? What do you want your family life to look like? Like, I remember talking to someone uh, last year at this time and she was like, Gretch, I literally want you to hold me accountable because I want my family to eat dinner together five nights a week. I don't care what is going on. I want us to eat dinner five nights a week. And she did it. Her entire year, I don't think, I think she missed like two weeks or something, but that was so important to her. So boom, she put it on her fridge. They tracked it. They talked about it. And now, you know, think about how, how close that family unit is, right? Like, I think that's so incredible. It doesn't have to do with money. It doesn't have to do with material items. Those are just things that happen to be on my vision board. But what do you want your life to look like? Because if you don't try to improve your life and try to improve yourself and be a better person and, and be happier, then what is the fucking point? Like, don't just sit around and, and live the same life that you lived last year or the, or the year before that, or the year before that. Like if you are not growing and progressing, you're just dying. You're just, and I know that that's really morbid to think about, but you are made for greatness. You deserve more than what you currently have. And I'm not talking about money and I'm not talking about material things, but I promise you, if you create a goal, Ooh, I have full body chills, create a goal. Okay. Whatever that is, doesn't matter what topic and then track it. And once you hit it, I swear to God, you will feel on top of the world, on top of the biggest mountain. And then you're going to look up and you're going to see another mountain that you want to climb. And then you're going to track it and then you're going to fucking hit it. And then you're going to buy yourself a motherfucking Rolex. Okay. Or buy yourself a pair of miss me jeans. There is true. It, it's all relative. Who gives a fuck what you, you know what I mean? God, I'm fired up and I'm sweating. So I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to cuss out Willy Wonka, see what the fuck they're doing. Um, but I hope everyone has a beautiful, perfect end of the year. I'll be back next week. It'll be 2022 next week. That's so fucking wild. But everyone stay safe. Do not drink and drive. If you drink and drive, you're a piece of shit, okay? Don't do that. It's not that hard to get an Uber. It's not that hard to find a pregnant friend who can drive you around. I don't know. Stay at home. Uh, having house parties is so much funner anyway. Like, don't go out. Like, gross. But especially like New Year's Eve. It's a hot, I hate New Year's Eve because, and I hate Halloween too. I feel like there are holidays just re revolving around drinking in excess. Like if you think about New Year's Eve, people just drink champagne in excess and then they're out and then they end up driving. And it's just so fucking sad. Like I feel like nothing good happens outside. So just get in your pajamas, kiss your dogs, right? Write some things down that you want to do in 2022. Um, but yeah, I love you guys. Thank you for every single thing that... Ooh, I'm going to get emotional. Okay, love you guys. I'll talk to you in 2022. Bye.